Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Um, joining me today, I have uh, the hip hop artist Drace. Uh, he's got Good. a couple uh, songs uh, that are that he dropped this year that are streaming everywhere. One of them is up for best is up for song of the year by the 88.9 Radio Milwaukee Awards. It's called uh, Counting Racks. Oh, you racks, yeah. Yes, correct. Connor Rex. Rex. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Good to see you. Likewise. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. You've got a couple other songs I wanted to mention that you dropped as well. 2019 and Do It Big. Yeah. But I think the main one is Connor Rex. That's what we're pushing. What a, what a jam, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was actually a really fun song to record. Good. If not the funnest song I've ever recorded. Mm. And it was like a new formula that I was trying. Um, just kind of went in the studio. Um, Mammoth, well, excuse me, Charlie Cooks now. Shout out to Charlie Cooks. Charlie Cooks, I've been working with him for like seven years now. Mm -hmm. So me and him have just like constantly be working on um, like material. If it's not him producing it, it's him like engineering my shit. Like he's the only one that I really trust with, yeah. with that shit. And I know he's doing amazing things right now. So basically we got in the studio. Um, I'm always like, yo, just come up with a beat like yeah. off the spot you know what I mean yeah. and that's been my new formula um, I don't really like to think I don't really like to write anymore um, so he started playing that beat and then um, I came up with the hook right away and then I was being antsy and I'm like bro you should let me get in the booth right now like I got all this anxiety I have word vomit I'm ready yeah so once he kind of like set up like the melody and all these things and I told him I want like eight bar verses and shit like that um, then I went in and I just freestyled that whole shit, man, yeah, and I yeah. love it, and I think I was just trying to be more melodic, and that's what I'm trying to cater to now, awesome. just a more melodic sound. Very cool. Hey, dude, that's, that's awesome that, like, it's so, like, spontaneous for you like yeah. that. Thank you for listening, though, you know, I appreciate that, doing your research, that's important. Have to. Yeah. I, I, uh, I try to. Yeah. Uh, I definitely try to uh, get an idea of uh, what, what I can... Uh, dissect about an artist's music yeah. uh you know just to get an idea about it but yeah man it's a great song um thank you and uh yeah i just i love the direction you're going and you've dropped a lot of great songs this year thank you so i i, I want to flip the script on you and like ask you a question real quick sure out of all the songs that you name which one do you like the best i actually like do it big a lot. really yeah. i like that song too i mean i like i love all three of them but, yeah uh, but yeah do it big i i like um I don't know. I, I kind of like your 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 tempo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. I mean, it sounds in general that sort of like your theme, the thematic material of uh, these songs is kind of just like really embracing and being excited about this new direction you're going in. And I can hear that in your music. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope, and I really am because it's just a new process, a new formula. Um, it's also a new decade. So I've been doing this since I was like 13. Yeah. Seriously, in real life, like 18, you know, when I was like, you know what, I'm going to start doing stuff. I was doing like stuff before um, 18, but that's when I was like, you know what, I really want to pursue this. I love it. Um, so it's basically everything that I've learned in this whole like journey that I've been and not just being like really comfortable with it yeah. and knowing when to turn it on and when to turn it off. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm really happy about that. It is a very exciting time in my career um, and I'm just really glad that people are picking up on that, on that energy, 
on that fun stuff, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right now I'm really just doing fun music. Yeah. I can give you bars, I can give you lyricism, I can give you all that stuff. But right now I'm getting such a like personal fulfillment on doing yeah. just like fun shit. Yeah. You know what Good. I mean? Good. And that's man. my personality too. Like I'm not no serious like person. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a fun personality, outgoing yeah. and And you have to be. And that's that's I mean that's what's gonna draw people to you. Yeah. People are gonna gravitate towards that energy. For one, thank you for bringing this beer because see, man, you're fun. You brought some hey, it's Sunday here. fun day. It we gotta Sunday turn up. Day. You yeah. know what I mean? This is the first time that I'm like doing this with you. I've been watching from home. Oh, thank like, you. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get in that couch and we're gonna talk about some things and we're gonna get into some <laughs> motherfucking things. Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm glad to be here and we have to celebrate. It's a celebration. You do. And you've yeah. been doing so great this year, so we got to celebrate both of our successes. Yes, cheers to so that. So cheers man. to that and to a new decade and to bigger and better things. Not only for me and you, but for people watching out there. I know you guys are uh, working hard in your dreams and your careers. If anything, you're trying to be a better uh, father, mother, son, anything. Just keep working on yourself. Yes. And Better better things next year, 2020. So right. we I'm are, ready for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the time is now uh, to... Um, to really like to do something for yourself. Yeah, never too late. And and you you said it all uh, totally uh, crystal clear there, man. Uh, this year has been incredibly monumental, transformative. A lot of personal growth. Oh, a man. lot of uh, you know, definitely a lot of trials. You realize some things yeah. about people or the scene or yeah. uh, you know what it what really draws. Uh, happiness and joy into what you do versus like what you know is expected of you or what you expect out of what you're doing yeah or what you're trying to put out there for people to believe you right. know what yeah. i mean yeah so it's just like yeah that pure joy is so important and it's never yeah. too late to work on yourself and you touched on so many things that like you know i'm just meeting you today you yeah. know what i mean but yeah. like you hit home on a lot of things so i just feel like in the universe, because I'm spiritual in the universe, I think everyone has gone through like a lot of tribulations and everyone can finally see that light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, like it's actually possible. You know what I mean? Whether you've been working mm -hmm. for a raise or you've been working to get into the job that you wanted to get to or right. just like overcome well, some things, personal right. mental health things. Yeah, you which know I've definitely mean? had to do this. As great as this year was, man, like, I mean, I have a shit ton of anxiety. I go through waves of depression, you know, yeah. I... And that's such a, that's just a, you know, definitely a, a thing many creatives struggle with. And this is kind of what, this is what they have is yeah. their, their outlet of creativity. And, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. But all that said, it, like all of it was so worth going through because it made me, it put me in the best headspace I've ever been. Yeah. And man, 2020 is going to be just so amazing. I'm just, I'm really optimistic and I'm just excited to where this keep, continues going for not only myself not only for you but for everyone uh, and all their ventures i agree the same thing with me like you know i go through my own mental health things you know what i mean i might not be so open about it but right. you know i go through it and i struggle and i you know have some times of darkness but i'm glad that like i want to have my spirituality i have my faith and i also have like a big support system yeah you know what i mean i don't have a big circle but i have a big support system yeah. meaning like it could be four people but those four people carry like the best energy the most love for you yeah you know what i mean so i'm just glad too man i'm glad that we're just i, I would like to call this a new beginning 
Yes. You know what I mean? It's a it's a revival. Yeah, yeah. a reset button. Reset button. All that, yeah. all that. And I'm all excited. That. I like that you're excited. I feel your excitement. And I'm excited too because I feel like it's time. We've paid our dues. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For so long that it's time yeah. to really just see the, you know, that new chapter. Yeah. And just really like maybe not even look back, you know what I mean? And just be like, good, I'm right. good, and I like where I'm at, and I love myself, and I love what I'm doing for myself and for others. Totally, man. You yeah, know? exactly, man. Like, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say something. Lauren Hill said it best. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's yeah. in the, um, it's in her, uh, her song in the, um, oh my God, her most favorite song. I can't think about it right now. And you know what I mean? People are gonna, Probably be like, how do you not know that song? Uh, do wop that thing. Oh, My bad. Yeah. I just had a little brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> but she says that. How are you gonna win when you ain't right within? And that's so true. Like you, a lot of people want to win and be good, but like they're not good with themselves. And yeah. even subconsciously, they're not good with themselves. You know what's what's one of the biggest things that has made me so happy and so like content? Yeah. One of the biggest things has been apologizing for what I've needed to apologize for yeah and wow holding myself accountable for the fact that like I'm not always right you know yeah. or that there are times where like I could have like been a better friend to somebody or I could have done taken more advantage of an opportunity or I could have you know or even just like I think I'm right about something yeah. but I'm not and I've had to learn and grow and mature and and this year, like, I think was, like, the first time in my life where I didn't feel like I, you know, where I was, it was, like, a newfound sense of comfortability with, like, that, you know, it's okay that I haven't always been right, you know, it's okay that, you know, I'm a fallible human being and, you know, I can always do better, you know, especially as a white man. Yeah. Um, and, uh doing that, this show has helped me tremendously with that because you hear stories of, you know, people and, you know, their, their plight, their struggle, like yeah. their process, like everything, like, and it's very humbling and uh, it's inspired me to, to, to like, you know, just own the fact that, you know, I've had to apologize to people. I've had to, you know, know where uh, I've went wrong and know what to do better next time and I've since being able to like embrace that yeah I've been so much happier just with myself and I, I encourage everyone to do that yeah because a lot of people are holding in a lot of anger and guilt or frustration or that's real shit you know just being overly defensive yeah but really like you know just the best gift is letting yeah. go. Like you can't grow if you don't let go. You know yeah. what I mean? And you said something really like that I really caught on to. You said, you know, forgive, you know, others or whatever, but most importantly, forgive yourself. You yeah. know, sometimes you put yourself exactly. through like, yeah. you know what I mean? You put yourself through like toxic situations that like, damn, like I shouldn't have ever put myself into that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you continue patterns like self-sabotaging patterns. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm guilty of it too. Totally. You know what I mean? But like, it's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to make mistakes. And you know, your mind likes to play games with you. You know All what I mean? All the time, every day. That's your ego fucking yeah, with you yeah, and being yeah. like, no, you're supposed to feel bad for something that you did. You know what I mean? 
But the beautiful thing about that is there's another world of forgiveness and closure and letting go and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's amazing that you're doing that. And I feel like it's giving you a platform, not for yourself, but also for other people that feel that way and don't have the like strength to do these Mm -hmm. things, you know, who constantly like dive deep into a darker and darker like path right you know that's almost self-destructive exactly when and when you succeed you want others to succeed in the same way oh yeah that might be going through the same thing yeah i agree i mean i've always been a person that like you know if i'm winning i want to see everyone else winning Mm -hmm. i've never been a selfish person if i have an opportunity sometimes i may not you know offer it to you right away but i'll establish myself in a situation where I can help you yeah you know what I mean because I like to see my family win I like to see my friends win you know I like when my friends um reach out and say yo I've seen that that's amazing and that's the friend I strive to be too I started a list this year with my wife just like you know we had a vision board of things we want to be better at Mm. um things we should work on things we shouldn't like even like get in our way anymore and I've really stuck to that. And that's just so important. And, you know, as we're reaching a new year, like, do, like, a complete makeover on yourself. Yeah. Things that you don't like. And be blunt with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes just telling yourself those things, like, it's a reality and it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about life is that there's always a new way of handling right. things. Unpack that shit. Yeah, let it go. A lot of people are like, I'm sorry, dying, sick. Um, hurting others because you're not releasing these things you're constantly carrying these things and it's like carrying a backpack full of rocks yep and once you like stop take those rocks out and then just keep going like the path and your weight and your like everything else is just so much more liberating yeah so let it go and I've let go of a lot of great things and I'm not ashamed to say I'm really proud of myself because you know the person that you do see on social media you know the person that you see in um ig snapchat having a good time that's me yeah but i also deal with my own stuff and i deal with it privately you know what i mean so i go through things too and i'm constantly evolving and growing so it's important for you guys to like grow and evolve too and mental health is so important and you know just love yourself you know you can't like give love to others if you don't love yourself yeah. First and foremost. For real, man. You totally. know, so I feel like everyone's capable of that. Some people may take longer, yeah. but right. it's never too late. Exactly, man. Uh, 100% agree. Like, it's comparable. I like to think of it as like, uh, you know, toxic behaviors is like holding trash in your pocket. Oh, man, yeah. You know, like, you can choose to litter. And that's going to hurt the world. Yeah. It's going to hurt what's around you. And, you know, you're also just not a good person for doing that. But you can also choose to carry it, hold on to it, you know, for as long as you have to until you're ready to throw it away or recycle it and do the right thing. Yeah. And basically, like, you know, it's like you're kind of like, and sometimes, you know, you uh, find yourself picking up others, other people's trash. Yeah. You know, which you shouldn't have to do, but you're a good person for doing that. Yeah. And like, you know, you really like, you know, sometimes you just have to hold on to that trash until like you find the the place where you're, you know, where you are ready to throw it away because I... And that's actually kind of like a cork of mine, but it's one that I'm, you know, that I'm proud of. Like, I just, it's like a moral thing where, like, I don't litter when I have trash, you know? Like, I always hold on to trash, or, like, well, even if it's just a candy wrapper. Yeah. I 
never just like you know throw it on the ground you know like that's just not the right thing to do i always yeah. hold it until i'm until i find a garbage can to throw it away in yeah and uh, same thing with emotions same yeah. thing with anger same thing with all that that's a good analogy and totally. metaphorically it's just like you can't just dump your feelings all over the yeah, place you can't, you, just know spill, what I mean? you can't just spill it out in front of you so that all the people have to clean it up like, yeah you got to take care of yourself. And, right. You know, there's people out there that, you know, are help, are helping with that. They can help you organize your thoughts or like meditate more, you know, yeah. you know, meditate, do a lot of things like look, read positive affirmations, stuff like that. Like it starts with you. You yeah. know what I mean? Really a, a therapist can help you and give you all these tools. But if you don't pick up the tools and do it yourself, then, you know, what are we doing here? Exactly, man. So work on yourself. Right. It's okay to work on yourself. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel, you know, angry. But to stay that, that's not healthy. Right. You know? Let that feeling sink in in the moment, but learn from that feeling. Yeah. So what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear to our passionate creative minds. Yeah. And we had been uh, connected on social media for a couple months now. And, yeah. uh, and then, like, because I knew, like, you did music. Um... And then I like I saw your name on like some bills, whatever. Like yeah. I, you know, I saw that your song was on eighty-eight nine and whatnot. And then I also see we we said we had to talk about him, and we're going to talk about yeah. him. Yeah. I saw you did an interview with Martin Moore of Costco. And Martin Moore, my guy, my Shout little out to brother. Martin, Martin yeah. I know you're watching this. Nothing but love for you. I'm still so grateful for what you've done for me, and it's crazy that me and him just started like really connecting this year. One of the most gracious, genuine, kind dudes. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite interviews I've done this year because yeah. he's so fun, man. He is. Like, he's, just, he's just a blat. He lo he genuinely loves what he's doing. I yeah. mean, dude worked on cars for like. Yeah. What was it like 20 years or something like that? Which I was going to say, like, his story is, like, amazing. Yeah, you and know he what put I mean? that behind him, yeah. and he started doing something that he genuinely, like, is ex wakes up every day and is excited to do. Yeah. Like, and they told him he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, you put all that, like, you, you quit, you leave right. everything behind that you think you have to do in this life, in this society, you got to get a job, whatever. Even if you're good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like picked up whatever he wanted to do. He put his mind into it. People were telling him, because you know, I've had some conversations with him. They're like, yeah, they tell me like, I sucked. And he tell me like, I, would never, I was never gonna do this. So it's like, he is such an inspiration to me. You know what I mean? Um, I tell him that all the time. I'm always so thankful. Me and him text, me and him talk. Like, we, he's a busy man, mm -hmm. but he always finds time to like reach out yeah. to me. And I really appreciate his friendship. Not, not only because like, he's such a great person, but like when me and him get together, it's just like magic. I don't yeah. know what else to describe it. Like first time I met him, it was like magic. We got a little bromance. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like we got hey, a bromance. Man, I got. I'm I got all a about fucking the, bromance with Martin Moore. And Martin Moore is a success story. I think a lot of Milwaukee creatives need to hear specifically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, he inspired. He's very inspiring, and he's very, you know, like he gives back. He gives That's back. That's one of the most like. He, a couple weeks ago, like, he, like, had, he, because I had him on the show over the summer, and he, uh, I guess, was, like, revisiting our episode. And yeah. After he, watching it, like, he DM'd me and was like, dude, like, this, this is, like, one of the best interviews I've ever done. Like, yeah. You are, like, good at what you do, man. And that, like, I think I was actually even, like, feeling down that day. Yeah. For whatever reason, you know, being in my head. But yeah. a comment like that 
like breathes fresh air into you and reminds you and literally picks you up off your feet like yeah. literally pulls you up from the fucking ground and gets you back up doing what you're doing it reminds yeah. you why you do what you do and so, so thank you so much to martin moore for everything he does sweetest fucking dude talk to him get to know him and you know just like and he's really Pay like attention. he's so like open like it, it, if you're a creative and you have like a goal and you have a passion like he's offers he helps you you know what i mean he gives you direction yeah. he's not like okay i'm not throwing shade it sounds like i was about to throw shade y'all not about to throw shade um he sound you know what i mean he's just a person that doesn't even care to look at your resume if you he's just a good person yeah. and if you talk to him about like your passion he's willing to help yep he's not going to do the work for you right he might not offer you all the things that he's offering other people but he's still willing to give you direction knowledge um advice you know what i mean and, and that's 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 like the most anyone could ever ask. Yeah, straight know? up, like, cause it's it's hard out here. Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. it ain't easy. Not everyone's given free game. Right, you gotta be an individual. Right, you know, like you gotta grind. You gotta play your part. You, yeah, you, you know, you can't rely on people to spell it out for you, but they yeah. can give you hints. Yeah, they can give you hints. And then you just take whatever you got from it. And if you didn't take it, then you gotta go because right. you're fucking up the game. <laughs> you feel me? But, um, yeah, such a great person. Yeah. I love him, and, like, I met him this January, okay? So I went oh, to this nice. Hashtag Milwaukee event. Okay. Okay? Shout out Jay Matt. If you're watching, shout out to you. Oh, yeah. He does great things, too, with mental health. Like, oh, amazing course. great things. Fantastic. Do you know who Jay Matt is? Uh, I don't believe so. Kiss FM. You really need to follow his journey. Like, oh, he really yeah. does, okay. like, uh, great things. Does, like, 20, 22 push-ups for, like, um, I believe it's, like, for suicide awareness. So he's done 22 push-ups, like, every day for, like... Over a thousand days. Oh, wow. So he's constantly has hey, people doing those things. respect to that. Yeah, That's so look, look, look him up. He's doing great things for the community. Sure. Um, raising awareness for mental health and stuff like that. But um, he had an event, which is called Hashtag Milwaukee. That's his company. He just basically gets people together that are creatives, that are um, business owners, that are yeah. anything that has to do with networking. He puts them all together in a room. So gotta be there. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we should maybe we should crash yeah. the hashtag two year anniversary because I went to the one year anniversary. Oh, I believe. Okay. I think we need to either do it's that two then, years man. or three years. Yeah. I can't remember, but there's yeah. one happening in January, yeah. and that's when I met Martin. You know, and then right away we just had like a super dope instant connection, and then he kind of like you know followed me off uh, IG. I followed him back. I low key always wanted to work with him. Sure. But I'm never like. Hey, how's it going? You should work with me. So I just was waiting for the right time. And honestly, this was unplanned. I just happened to manifest my friend. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And he was in that room. So I was just like, yo, cool. Like, I told him what I do. He took me serious. He wasn't like a dick about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Some people like act like they care, but they really don't. Oh, shit. yeah, right. They, they, they do it simply to kind of like, you know, pass along the conversation. Right. Yeah. But it was a genuine like conversation. And then right after that, I feel like a couple months later, we shot the cost like headphone shoe for the first time oh, yeah. sure. and i still didn't like know him know him you know we kind of just went there like we met up yo let's link up let's do this it was raining that day we were actually going to cancel but we didn't and we turned like we Good came thing. up with like yeah because honestly those like photos like really elevated my career i'm not ashamed to admit it like everything that he's done for me for this year has like elevated me like greater than i thought i was going to elevate this year and working with Koss was just such a great opportunity for me. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for him. Um, moving forward, he shot counting racks. Like that, that, um, 
that photo shoot, I use some of the pictures for Cos and they're like content and promo. And then I picked one and I was like, yo, you should really let me use one for County Racks. Yeah. I, I had already like had this single ready to go. It was ready to like be distributed soon. I just was waiting for the photo shoot, which yeah. happened organically. Sure. And then I had my guy Dana, Dana Copperfield. Shout out to Dana Copperfield. Yes, yo, shout out to everyone in Milwaukee because they really like their. Dana's they, dope, man. Yeah, they lend their yeah. work to me, and you know I'm loyal. You can ask anyone. You can ask Dana. You can ask Charlie Cooks. You can ask Martin. Like I'm really loyal, and if you do work for me, like I'll hit you back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Constantly, if you do good work, and if you're honest, and if you have integrity, which all those people have, then your line is gonna. Yeah. Your line is gonna ring if I need a flyer, or if I need a cover, or if I need anything. You know what I mean? Obviously, money, you know what I mean? We're paying, they ain't no free game in this shit. But their services, I appreciate them. So anyway, we shot um, the cover for County Racks. And then that did really well. And then moving forward, couple, what, two, a month and a half ago, we shot again. And that's because I kind of reached out to him and I was like, yo, like, let's work again. You know what I mean? Because I really like, I just like his company. You know what I mean? I like hanging out with him. And when me and him work, it's just fucking magic, bro. I don't know what else to explain it. It's magic. It, the vlog was amazing. The pictures that came out were amazing. So I just really like to work with him. And yeah. then also a thing that I was going to tell you, you said he just messaged you randomly because he was watching the podcast. Yeah. He does that. He'll be like, yo, I just watched our vlog again. He's a student of the game. Like he really likes podcasts. You know what I yeah, mean? So, yeah. and he'll really sit back and watch all the shit that he's done. Yeah. And we'll critique it. And that's super dope. Mm -hmm. You know, because I got that too. One of these days he was like, yo, I'm watching the vlog that we did, dude. That was amazing. So, nothing but gratitude for Martin, oh, yeah. bro. You like, you oh, you always slay, but you know I'm right there with you. So, we slaying together. <laughs> you dig. But, yeah. I love the guy. You know yeah, what I mean? And man. There needs to be a motherfucking Martin Moore day. Uh, Milwaukee was good. Make it happen because he's doing great things, you know. So Martin Moore Day, Martin Moore Mondays. What's Martin Moore Monday, <laughs> Triple M. Yeah, M three. He'll love that. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna text him after this, like, yo, like me and Ben sat down and we just like yeah. shot the shit about you for totally like, fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. He, he took up a whole camera clip of mine. Um, yeah, Martin, <laughs> what's wrong with you, bro? This, yeah. is, this is my sh this is my show today. Yeah, we're talking about your ass. The fuck you doing, Martin? Yeah, bro. Shit, you're doing awesome shit. You know. Yeah, how dare you? About. We have to talk about you. Yeah, um, yeah. I met him through uh, the High Five Studio. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he came and spoke about uh, costs. Yeah. Uh, one 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 of those times, and that's how I first got connected with him. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, and then I started seeing my friends modeling, yeah. uh, the, the headphones, you know, uh, and, um... He doesn't, doesn't pick out models, like, you have to be 6'5 and skinny, like, he'll shoot yeah. anyone, and that's amazing, and that's like, that's how, honestly, we're living in the world that modeling, it's, it's still cool, and you have to be a certain whatever, but honestly, Tyra Banks broke that shit, it doesn't matter if you're what size you are how, what height you are like and he does that like yeah. he, he just takes you know your everyday person beauty is very subjective exactly man. exactly yeah. so i like that about him he's not picky he just wants to work with people and he just wants to capture great moments yeah absolutely. so totally anyway oh, yeah. mark moore we love you martin love Sorry. you bro but you gotta go big friend of uh mr nice guy <laughs> yeah for sure. real bro so drace um yes. So I want to I want to take it back and hear a little bit about your own musical background. Like, yeah. I guess where did you start finding music as a creative outlet for yourself? Yeah. Well, because um, I know you've you've got you've got some uh, pretty good uh, accolades in terms of like 
you know, what you've done. You know, you opened for Nas, The Rave. Yeah. Shared the stage with a bunch of other really dope artists. I was like, so young. I was so young. I how was old 18. were you? I was 18. You were 18. And I'm not going to lie to you, that was a side stage. I'm not even going to finesse and be like, but you know, when you're like, I was always taught to promote, like, even if it's a side stage, you're yeah. opening up for Nas. You're still, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's still really dope to be a part of. Yeah. So it's amazing. I'm glad that I have those accolades. You know what I mean? But yeah, I did that when I was 18. Um, what year was that? Fuck, so I'm 31 right now. What is this, 2019? Yeah. I would yeah. say 2009. Okay, sure. That's probably bad math. There's someone out there. 07. 07. 07. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's when I did it. And at that time, I was doing, I was in a group. You know what I mean? And we were all kind of grinding for the same reasons. And um, we had uh, you know, a manager who's still a mentor to me right now excuse me, um, set up the show and, you know, we put down, you know, whatever what we had to put down, we sold our tickets, whatever, and we, we opened for Nas and that was really cool and even though, like I said, it was a side stage, it was still a hustle, it was still a way to get into the rave. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, um, that's a goat right there. And know? I did the same thing for Twist and Life Jennings, there yeah, were side yeah. stages, no. there were side stages, but, you know, to me, it's like, Fake it till you motherfucking make it. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And I, you know, I tore it down, and I was still very like young in my career. Um, but I've always, I think I fell in love with performing first. That I fell in love with music. Um, but music, I feel that mu- I feel that a lot actually. Yeah. yeah. It's the the entertaining. Aspect yeah, I love anything entertainment. Like I've always loved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even sports entertainment. Like I'm a big wrestling guy. You know what I mean? So I love WWE and shit like that. So I learned just growing up as a kid, you're in the 90s, your generation, you know, attitude and how, you know, how to entertain and entertainment was always so important to me. Like even learning choreography back Mm -hmm. in the day, like I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was a boy band, like fanatic, like I fuck with NSYNC, I fuck with Backstreet Boys. I was team NSYNC all the way, but I just loved dancing and choreography so i would literally spend my summers sometimes even with my brother learning choreography and to me it was just any type of entertainment that i could soak in like i would so um reverse it a little bit though i was born into a family of musicians so to me this has always been like my passion and it's always actually been like important to me to make my family proud you know what i mean so that's important they you know started a generation of musicians and like my grandmother had about 12, 13 kids. Because back in the day, you know, you was having kids on kids on kids oh, on yeah. kids. My dad's the youngest of seven. Yeah. Mom's the youngest of four. Yeah. So, yeah, kids on kids. Kids sure. on kids on kids, man. And, you know, all of my uncles that are musicians, and some of them, like, have performed in the Latin Grammys. You know what I mean? With these artists that they're on tour with. You know, so, to me, music has always been really important to me. Um, but... Performing started first, and then I went into middle school, and I really just liked rapping, you know? My first CD, if anyone ever asked me, what was your first CD that you ever, like, really owned? It was Juvenile 400 Degrees. Like, during that time, it was the Cash Money era, No Limit era, like... And in in their own way, there were boy bands, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But not really boy bands, because they were, you know, they were repping the streets and shit like that. No Limit, Cash Money, Rough Riders, all that shit was out. So I really fell in love with rap with that, you know what I mean? So then I would have other 
people I would see at, at middle school, and it first started with beating on the desk. I really like beating on the desk and making the beats like yeah. a pen and shit. Oh, totally. That's a total junior high. Like, if, if you didn't beat on the desk, your locker, the lunch table, like, did you even have a childhood? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. but, like, as far as a musical persona is, but I fell in love with that, and then I wrote my first rap, um, seventh grade. Sure. It was trash. It was like, man, plan. I can, you know, like little, like one, right, one yeah. little syllable. You know, you're, it's some Dr. Seuss yeah, type shit. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> but you know, like I liked it. Yeah. And then my brother, during that time, okay, so this is a funny ass story. During that time, like I was low key, like writing raps. I wasn't telling nobody. And then my brother, we were just fucking around because my brother, like, has always been big on hip hop. Like he's a hip hop head. Like totally. I don't even mean like. Trap hip hop. He's like most deaf, Black Star, Talib Kweli, um, anybody that spoke content and reality into right. their raps. Yeah, they're conscious hip hop. Yeah, conscious hip hop. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I always grew up up around that, and he had friends that battled and did anything, did shit like that. So one day he was like, "Yo, let's battle," and I was like, "Yes, this is my perfect time to like, kind of like fuck you up because I've been rapping low key for a while." And then we just had like literally like a little like battle rap in our room and I just like I bodied his ass, you know what I mean? I bodied him respectfully, bro. I bodied you. And you know this. I was like 13, but he didn't even see it coming. You know what I mean? So since then I just wanted to rap, 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 rap. Like I just I mean and my mom still has like notebooks from like from like 15 to like 19. Like I yeah. can go home and look back and have like raps on raps on raps on raps yeah, on raps. Yeah, for sure. So I just literally applied myself, you know? And then I figured out how to turn rap and entertainment and mix it together. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, at first I dedicated a lot, a, a lot on lyricism. And to me that was important because I came up from the era that like, dude, you gotta spit content. You know what I mean? You gotta have bars. And even back then, they didn't even call it bars. They just called it like fucking content, you know, yeah, r r exactly. real shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was like, oh, you ain't got bars. It was like, dude, you, you, back then they called it punchlines. No, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. your punchlines. And I fuck with punchline rappers too. Cassidy, Joel, Santana. Like, I am a student oh, yeah. of the motherfucking game. I, I believe it, man. I am a student of the game. So anything I do, I will study it. And I think I get that yeah. from my dad. Now, so like, everything is a genre. Like, we're living in the pop rap genre. I'm yeah. so glad for that because I'm so pop rap, it's disgusting. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm rap pop, pop rap, but I'm also trap pop. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? But we're literally living in an era that, like, everything can be a genre. Yeah. On this note, um, I wanted to mention it at some point. Yeah. But, uh, we did get tragic news today. Yes! Rest oh, my God. Peace, world. Dude, Juice World, I, I went, actually, he went to my high school. Stop. I went to high school, Juice World. Um, he was in Illinois. In Illinois, home of Foster High School. And, That's crazy. Um, like, he. I mean, I didn't know him personally. You know, I'm not gonna like. Be right, like, oh, right, yeah, right. I knew him or anything, but like, still like, dude is dude was immensely talented. Oh man, that's and, heartbreaking, bro. Yeah, and like, dude was, you know, like, you know, just he was he was. He had a really like he had he just had like an amazing sound and amazing passion and like he blew up so fast and like I think it goes to a bigger conversation of like young men in the music industry because so many of these young talented artists like Mac Miller, Lil Peep, mm -hmm. you know, even X, like 
you know, get take it so so fucking young, and it's it's horrible. It's tragic, man. Uh, so rest it in peace, is, man. R. Rest R. in peace, Juice, Juice World. World. Definitely ahead of his time, um, and it's just crazy because now his music is gonna be streamed like crazy today. Um, and I was just talking to my wife about that. Like she actually woke me up with the news, mm -hmm. and my wife like fucks with Juice. I woke World. up, yeah, I woke up with that news too. My too. wife fucks with Juice World. Like she she, she likes know? Juice World because it just reminds her of like her upbringing with like emo music yeah. you know what i mean uh panic at the disco death right. cat for cutie yeah yeah all these things totally. that like he kind of gave brand new yeah yeah he like gave that but in like trap version you know what i mean and i don't even want to say trap it was just like his his pain was just like put out there yeah you know his his emotions and you know something i want to say too like man people are really manifesting these things because i was just listening to a lot of his music today like i had juice world on all on today you know what i mean and i like juice world a lot mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm not gonna say that i knew him since he first started right but i work with kids um that love juice world you know what I mean? And would play his shit and mm -hmm. would tell me, like, even X, all these, you know, I work with a younger generation. Well, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's all, uh, it's inspiration to the youth at yeah. the end of the day, you know? So it's just like, you know, it's crazy how, like, he really just manifested what, what happened. You know what I mean? So it's just like your words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But also, like... You know, he, he got the blessing to, you know, perform overseas. I know he went on tour with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's what? her birthday today. Yes! Man. Yo, I'm team motherfucking she, Nicki all the way. Nicki's fucking dope. I love Nicki. But she is the queen of rap. She's um, Fight me dope. in my DMs if you're ready, but I probably will just leave you on red because Nicki is the motherfucking queen. But she probably is was devastated yeah that's fucked up dude you know and it's just like he's just so young so talented you know a kid of his caliber though he's probably has so much music like in the vault you know what i mean because he's like one of those artists like future and young thug that like just freaking go there freestyle and drop like freaking catalogs on catalogs on catalogs so he probably has a huge catalog yeah. but that i kind of felt a certain type of way knowing that I wasn't going to get like more Juice World like in 2020. Yeah. Yes, we're going to get it. We're probably going to get like current Juice World, five a years ago Juice World, yeah, you know, but sure. like he was just, he, he was so pivotal and he, yeah. he was just opening, not even opening a lane because a little Uzi and all those like cats are in that lane, you know, just more like emotional, more in your face. And I don't want to call them emotional. They're just more raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're sure. raw. And right. they'll tell you how it is, whether it rhymes or not. Right. Like, they'll just say how they feel. They're just like... Uh, and that's important. Verbally abrasive. Yeah, and that's important. Yeah. That's important in the culture. Yeah. You know, people can look at them and be like, oh, they're mumble rapping. But hey, like, dude, this is... These are emotions that we all fucking feel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because if we didn't feel them, then why does he have such a huge following? These artists... Why was he streaming right. and getting billboard, billboard awards, you know? Yeah, these artists were mouthpieces to what so many young folks deal with. Or need, or, or need, need to hear. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what like, I mean? Even though it wasn't always so positive, you know, as far as, like, the drug intake and whatever, but at, at the end of the day, you talk to any of those people, X, um, X, um, Juice World, um, Peep. Peep, they all wanted to better their generation. You know what I mean? And they just dealt with their pain and they dealt with their uncertainty or their anxiety in a way that was self-destructive. Yeah.
But in the end of the day, man, prayers go out to Juice World's family because, I mean, it's the holidays too, bro. Right. Like, you know, it, it's just sad. Rest in peace to Jared Higgins, man. He yeah. just turned 21 last week. Um, oh, we got a friend. We got a yeah, cameo. We do have a, we do have Lucia in the house. Lucia, here. what's up, bro? Girl, girl, girl. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I meant to say yo, but I said bro. Yeah. You want me to rub your tail? You want to know like a funny thing? I'm what's like that? allergic to cats, but I feel like the curse is over. Most I used to be allergic to cats, and now like I don't really sneeze as much. Dude, I feel like I've seen people like yeah, own be allergic to cats and literally own cats. You know, yeah. like, I've seen people. Fuck with cats heavy and like they're allergic anyway. You know, a little sneezing. Yeah. Know? But that's really If good. I was allergic, I would have sneezed like as soon as I came in this bitch. Sure. Well, there you go. Hey, but you're building that like, immunity. I feel <laughs> like 2020 is a year of no allergies for cats for me. Hell yeah. Like I would literally sneeze until I was like just, I exploded into confetti. Hell yeah, Drace. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, um, so, um, we gotta bring it back to your music. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, reel it back in. Yeah, let's reel it back in. So, um, so from like doing like uh, you know the so I guess like in the span of like you know the, the when you were so young like when you like were working with Nas at the rave and then the, doing the sideshows and whatnot like I guess like how would you describe your evolution up to where you are today as an artist oh man my evolution has been has been crazy you know sometimes there's been years that you feel like you're just at a standstill you know i mean i opened up about that in my cost interview sometimes i feel super alone i'm like damn like i have all this talent i have all this passion all this dedication but i don't see anything else changing mm -hmm. in my surrounding right, yeah. you know what i mean so I think the first part was really more believing in myself. I mean, I've always believed in myself. I've always been hard. I've always been fearless on anything, but I felt like I kind of never wanted to get my hopes up mm -hmm. because at an early age, I mean, I started early. So you would hear things, oh, this person wants to sign you or this person wants to work with you. So you get excited about all these things, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've kind of grown to build a wall up a little bit, which is like, kind of hurts me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, because I need to truly believe in what I'm doing. And now I really believe. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm talking about five years ago when you think something's going to happen and doesn't happen or stuff changes, but I have the peace now that it didn't happen because it wasn't meant to happen. You know what I mean? I feel like even if it happened five years ago, I wasn't mentally, physically, or emotionally ready. Um, and now my evolution is I really believe that not even a label or anything can really create what I, me, God, and my faith can create. You know what I mean? Like, I am religious. I'm, I, you won't catch me at church every Sunday. You know what I mean? You, I don't know any gospel songs, but my faith and my religion is, is an everyday thing. You know what I mean? And I think that's important. And I think that has taught me to, like, fix myself, to work on myself, to work and evolve. Because if you... Like we said, if you don't let go, you don't grow. So throughout all those things, I have evolved through a lot of no's. Like I've gotten a shitload of no's. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people watching or even in this industry have. But that's never like really broke me. If anything, it's lit a fire in my ass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they're gonna fuck with me. They, they better fuck with me because they're playing themselves. And it's not even an entitled thing. Like, oh, they need to fuck with me. Why don't they fuck with me, blah, blah, blah. And this is, like I said, this is years ago. I don't really care about those things anymore. But now I have the peace knowing that my talent is very immense and it's not 
fucking ego talking. This is this is a god given you know talent. Yes, you know I know my worth. This is a god given talent. This is a gift that I was giving, and my gift is to serve. You know what I mean? And I actually went to a um, I went to a music conference. Uh oh, back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, my lady. But yeah, I went to a conference that really just gave me validation. You know, I was always looking for validation. I guess in this whole 10, 15 years, 13 years that I've been doing this, I've always knew who I was, but I felt like if the right person validated it, then then I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? Then what I'm feeling and what I believe is not just some crazy ass shit that I'm playing in my mind. So I did this We Love Music conference um, with Rico Love, Brian Michael Cox, um, Kawan Prather, um, all these important people, yeah, you know what totally. I mean? KP, he's like, he was in there when freaking Dozen Family was recorded, you know, Chris Hicks signed oh, yeah. Justin Bieber, you know what I mean? Rico Love is written for Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Usher. So I did this conference and I was validated that, and it, it, I was validated that day. And I wasn't validated as an artist, but just as a songwriter. And to me, that's a very powerful like tool to have. Being yeah. a songwriter is like being a freaking fucking book writer. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So I got the validation I need. Um, I'm still constantly doing anything that I can to do to better myself. I reached out to you because I wanted to do the show. I know what I want, and if I if I want to if I want it, then I'm gonna go get it. And that's not like. Ah, I'm gonna get this because I'm me and it's nothing like that. It's just I know what I want I study and I see what's going on in the city and mr. Nice guys big in the motherfucking city So I was not about to let fucking 2019 pass when I have a song called 2019 right. and not come and fuck with you You know what I mean? And you fuck with me and your followers and my followers like, you know, you're giving me a platform I'm you know my and then we're giving each other a platform. Yeah. We'll talk. You know what Certainly, I mean? Because the people that don't know about me will find out through you, and the people that don't know about you will find out through me. Yeah. So it's a yeah, it's mutual. You know, yeah. like it's yeah, like that's what we need. Yeah, that's what we need. And Thank honestly, you for your kind words too. No, and honestly, that, I'm gonna say this because this is important to me. You didn't reschedule on me. You know what I mean? You, we had a date, and you stuck to that date. So all I'm saying is that to me, professionalism, integrity, and all this shit is so important to me. You know what I mean? I, if, if I see you're not about that life, like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to waste my energy. I'm not about to leave my family to spend time with somebody that's not really about that life. You know what I mean? Yeah. My time is valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thank you, you bet, for being professional, for Cheers, being dude. like on top of your shit. Because honestly, that's important. I will say the notes function in your phone is a valuable tool. Yes, you want to know? I have <laughs> see my notes fucking section. It's full of yeah, raps. man. I like full of raps. Yeah. I love it. But anyways, back to the evolution really quick. I feel like my evolution. I've really worked on my image. To me, like not being superficial or anything, but to me, an image is important. You know what I mean? I come from the eras. Brand. Where, yeah. It's all brand. I come from the eras of the Beyonce's and the Ushers where like, if you see them, you still kind of get a little starstruck. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I told my wife this morning, like, I feel like if I see Justin Timberlake, I will still be starstruck. Oh yeah. But. For sure. We're living in the era that that's not, that's not even, like, what is starstruck anymore? You know what I mean? You see these people on IG, you see them on Twitter. So I try not to oversaturate myself neither. If I'm working, 
like if I'm in a studio, I might not go live. You know what I mean? I might not post, hey, I'm in the studio, what's good? I like to keep some type of mystique about myself. That's good. You know, because yeah. that's important. For sure. You know, because if you know what yeah. I'm doing all the time, then and then you know There's how no I'm, surprise. And you know how I'm yeah. doing it, and you know what I did to get that sound or the conversation. And that they know that room. where you're doing it too. I'm I'm very secretive about my shit. Um, to the point where there's times where I don't even announce that I'm dropping something. I just I won't even tell you. I just mm -hmm. I just will do it right. because psychologically, I I like psychology a lot. People, I studied it. People are more or prone, excuse me, to pay attention to something that just happened instead of like, oh, this is gonna happen in two weeks. Right. You know what I, I mean? I think it comes with that, the, the, it's the, that impulsivity. Yeah. That you're like, oh, what is that? You're right. It, it Let me hear it. It comes with the ambiguity. Yeah. We are attracted, we are attracted to ambiguity for sure. Um, I, yeah, I monitored in psych at school and um, yeah, man, like when things just happen out of nowhere, yeah. I mean, yeah, people pay heed to it a ton what, rather than like, when you kind of see it coming, your yeah. mind, your mind already like kind of like adjusts to what the result is, has preemptively been told. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, that, I mean, that makes it, and I, and like a lot of, I, I think that I think artists should always be doing that, you know, like. I get it though. I get it. We're living in the content world. Hey, like I just, I shot a fucking little IG video right. to let people know. I usually don't do that though. I usually I'm like, uh, you'll find out when it comes out. Yeah. But I kind of like, you know, I went with my gut today and I felt like I wanted oh, to yeah, do man. some content. Totally. You know what I mean? So I want to talk about your uh, songs actually. Yes. Uh, before we uh, close out here, I want to oh, talk man. a little there bit. There might have to be a part two, bro. There, oh, there will be. I'm having too much fun. There will be, yeah. I'm having too much fucking fun. We've been fun. having too much fun. Bro. I know. So I want to talk about, I know you talked about Cotton Racks a bit before, yeah. like at the beginning, but I want yeah. to talk about your other two songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Do It Big. So Do It Big. Um. Uh, so I recorded that in 2017. So my old formula was to just stack up a whole bunch of songs and then release them later. Just hold out on them. They're my babies. I don't want no one to hurt them. I don't want no one yeah. to critique right. them. Yeah. That's the old me. So um, 2019 came about and I was like, you know what? I just have to start the year off like with music. Like if I want to manifest what I want, then I have to put it out, you know what I mean? So, Do It Big was, it's it's crazy because it that kind of started the formula that I have now. Um, Do It Big, I played the beat, which was made by Hayes Blazemore, used to be Jay Hayes back in the day, like I was at Whitewater in college, I met him through, a, through the group that I was rapping with and I've always loved his sound. Um, so, he sent me that beat and it had like those flutes and during that time, like it reminded me of Mask Off by Future. You know what I mean? Yeah. The flutes were just so heavy. I, I like, love, dude. I still love mascot. Yeah, I like still love it so much. Yeah, man. I agree. And yeah. it's just like it's just it's what he says plus the journey the beat takes you on. So once I first heard that beat, I was like, I have to get on this shit. Like Maskoff had just came out, and he actually told me that he kind of used the same sample that Maskoff used. You know what I mean? Which I'm a little scared of samples because clearing them sucks right. ass. Yeah, legality. You know what I mean? Right. So that song will probably will not be on my album because I don't want to uh, deal with samples on my album. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, so, but real, it's, it's out, you know what I mean? For and sure. it is what it is. But um, that was the first time I freestyled the hook. Oh, wow. I always would, and I wrote this in 2017. That was the first time you I freestyled the hook. Damn, yeah. I freestyled, awesome. I freestyled that hook um just because 
I just got tired of writing. Like you've been writing forever. Like I've been writing since I was 13. It's like doing the same thing over and over and over and right. over and over again and expecting a different result. The paradigm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I did not write the hook. I did write those verses though. And sometimes I still go to that formula. My formula will forever be freestyling the hooks. Because as soon as I hear the beat, it talks to me. It sounds crazy. It That's sounds like I'm fucking cool. crazy, bro. That's and, a really amazing instinctiveness. And I say the first thing that comes to my mind. The very first fucking thing. Because it just feels right. You know? And, and I've tried it. I've tried be like, no, that's not it. Let me go back and like build, have more like content or say something more deeper, you know? And I know sometimes having depth in your music is important, but like I said, I just, there's an emotion that I'm capturing and there's an emotion that can't be written. Mm -hmm. It's just captured. Yeah. So from since then I've freestyled all my hooks and that those verses were written. Um, actually there is, uh, extended version of that song and I might play it for you before I get out of here there's actually three three verses to that song but during that time we were living in the era that um, had three verses and now we're living in the era which I'm not gonna lie I like more I like more is that um, they're shorter songs yeah I like yeah. short songs yeah hey not, o not only does that I'm a yeah. fan of long songs for but sure. they gotta be the right Songs. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it. Like but not that. only we're in that, the arrow. Yeah, for sure. Not only does that generate more streams, because I studied the shit, I know what the fuck is up. That's more streams. Oh my god, the song was two minutes and twenty seconds. Let me run that shit back. Mm -hmm. Giving y'all free game. Um, <laughs> I decided when I was mastering it that I want to take that last verse off because it was just too long. Mm -hmm. And I like my music played at the club. Yeah. Period. I like my music played at the club and. When you're at the club, you ain't got time to hear a whole long three verses because right, half yeah, the yeah. time the DJ's cutting it out after the hook or the hook or the first song. So I took the uh, the third verse out. I'll let you I'll let you hear it um, before I get out of here. For sure, it's, it's crazy that I still have that. But um, yeah, it was just the first song that just gave me confidence. Yeah, and it was just for I've, oh, I, my records are attitude driven records. I want to make you feel good. I want to make you feel confident. You know, it's all, almost like a self-confidence for me, like, you yeah. know, like you got to motivate yourself. Most definitely. So my music, even though it sounds a little bit more arrogant, which I'm okay because my company is called Urban and Arrogant and that's what I strive to be because I have to believe in myself, but arrogance shouldn't be negative. And arrogance should be, I want to turn the word arrogance around and to just really believe in it yourself. You know, I know it has a bad connotation because you're arrogant and you're better than everyone and you... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I want to turn that word and make it more self-empowering. For sure. So that was the first more, uh, the first self-empowering record that I had that right. came out genuinely. Okay. So I do like that song a lot. So then tell me about your song 2019. So 2019, I wrote that um, December last year and um, same same producer, Hayes Blazemore. Um, he sent me that beat and during that time I was just really inspired by Lil Baby. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm inspired Dope. by people, you know what yeah, I mean? He was just doing great things. And um, that's when I just started being more rebellious with my sound, not being so structured. You know, I've always been so structured. This is how you got to do it. And this is the... Challenging the norm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, this one, I just kind of didn't care. I, I, I made it even shorter because I knew that's, that's the direction I'm going really, right yeah. now. And I'm, I'm doing shorter songs. But they're gonna be songs that just are gonna be so addicting that you want to go back. And be like, 
Dude, look at Old Town Road. Yeah, right. Oh, good example. Yeah, that, that song's like less than two minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. and honestly, we're living in a fucking world that people's attention span are so short. Seriously, they don't they, they forget what the fuck happened 15 minutes ago. Right, bro. Daytona. Yeah, was like 20 cup something minutes. Mm-hmm. So was Yay. So was Could See Ghosts. Yep. You know. So was. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt's tape that just came out this year was like 15 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah people are dropping. Yeah, very like small, bo- like bodies work in terms of like length. Yeah, but the emotion is still there. Yeah. the talent is still there. I still do believe, and I still believe to this very day that my freaking album is not going to be an EP. It's going to be an album, so it's going to be 12 songs. Sure. And I'm going to stick to that, and if it doesn't happen, then it wasn't meant to happen, but to me, that's still important, 12 songs, because I want to, um, and they're still going to be shorter songs, you know what I mean? But I just, I haven't dropped, like, my last EP that I dropped was 2013. Like, I could have dropped my album, like, three years ago, and then last year, but I'm constantly evolving, and now I, like, I really know the sound that I want, you know? I know that I'm pop trap, I know that I'm rap pop, I know that I'm pop rap, all that shit, and... I don't even want to waste time on like super rap. I don't want to waste time on hip hop rap. So I just want to entertain. Shit, motherfucker wants to stream Billboard. That's what I want. I believe that I can do it all. Like, I believe that I am the Nicki Minaj of males because Nicki does it all. You know what I mean? Wayne does it all. So I'm inspired by Wayne. I'm inspired by Nicki. I'm inspired by Drake because they can do anything and I want to do it all. But right now, I'm just really, really, really fucking focused on, like, pop, rap, trap, club, fun, turn up, get sleazy, drink some Jack, mix it with the tequila. Yeah. (laughs) You feel me? Power move. Exactly. And turn it up. Like, I know that I have sick-ass fucking energy. You know? That's why, dude, that's why I drink on the show. Because I have sick-ass energy, too, man. And it's also, like, good for you to, like... Just let it all out. Right, you gotta you know let it. I mean? you, let, you gotta let it go, man. Yeah, you gotta let the shit go. Yeah. So, so we're we gonna get this album in 2020. Yes. Okay. I've been saying this forever. I haven't said said it publicly. I, I'm never like on Facebook like my album's coming out. Right, right. 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 I yeah. never. I'm not gonna tell you my album when it's gonna come out until going back to the secrecy. And being private. it may not even be secret, but I'm not gonna tell you until it's been submitted to DistroKid. And then I know that it's going to come out because I've seen shit that like, oh, it's going to come out on this day. And then they're like, oh, actually, there was a issue with my distributor and it's going to come out next week. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't announce it because you don't announce it until it's ready to be announced. Yeah. You feel me? Right. That's course. something my parents have always taught me. Hey, don't, I, don't, don't let your secrets. I've had to taught myself. I've had to teach myself that. But it's okay. I understand that though. You get excited. You want people to be present in your excitement, but sometimes people aren't really fucking with you. Like you think they're fucking with yeah, you. Valid, they're yeah. just there trying to make sure that you fall and, and, and you don't do good. Really? And that's the dark side about having negative people in your life. Isn't it fucked up that that's what validates them? Yeah. Well, that's because they don't love themselves. It's okay. Right, yeah. So I yeah. forgive you, you know? Yeah. Literally, I forgive you for not loving yourself. Yeah, seriously. I forgive you for not loving yourself. I'm sorry you don't love yourself. I'm sorry you weren't breastfed as a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Nurturing is important. And people is. that aren't nurtured 
And if you didn't get breastfed, that's not a shot to you. You know what I mean? I'm just strictly, uh, strictly, uh, strictly bitch assness. If you have some bitch assness in you, you probably didn't get breastfed as a kid. Strictly, uh, so, yeah, figurative language. Yes, there's other people that don't breastfed, breastfeed their kids because of other health reasons. So yeah. that's not what it is. I'm just saying that I, there's people I know, out yeah. there that want to see you fail, mm -hmm. and. I don't give them the opportunity for that because they don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. And when it happens, it happens. And it's going to happen because God wants it to happen. And you can't do shit about it. Fucking cheers. We gotta do there we show. go. Okay. There we go. Oh, we record? Oh, All right, Drace. What's up? What's up? We're taking a video. All right, yeah. Drace. Uh, What's good? Dude, this is, this is an amazing hour. Dude, I, um, I probably had the best time of my life. I'm so glad we did it. I don't fucking know you, but yeah. like we're fucking besties now. Yeah, so for real. Happy Sunday fucking fun day to y'all. Yeah, for real. Dude, those, those, those IPAs got me feeling good. Good. So uh, when it comes out, make sure y'all check it out. Okay. And make sure you follow this guy. And follow this guy. And follow this guy right here. Long hair, don't care. Uh, blonde hair looking like Mr. Perfect. Dude, I used to be like super blonde, actually. Yeah? I was like bleach blonde when I was little. Really? Yeah, for like a while. Until I gotta I... work hard for this blonde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't natural like right. that. But shout out to y'all, Mr. Nice Guy. What the fuck is good? Drace. Uh, make sure you stream County Racks too, okay? County Racks, Spotify, Apple Music title. Bet, yeah, everywhere. So, skirt, skirt, skirt. Drace, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Video games and music. Oh, what are you playing? I'm playing Call of Duty. Um, oh, yeah. I'm playing uh, fucking WWE 2K20. Nice. I'm playing Mortal Kombat 11. So Dude. who the fuck want the smoke? If you want the smoke, add me. Um, and, or if you just want to team up on that Call of Duty, that dude Drace, PSN. Team PlayStation, what the fuck is good? And even if you team Xbox... We can, uh, what is that called? We got cross-play now. Yeah, right, we do. We got cross-play. Yeah, Let's fuck? go. Let's fuck shit that up. That is a really amazing development. That is amazing. Because I, I was an Xbox kid. Yeah? But, I, I mean, I had a PS2, oh. but I was playing Xbox That's Live. legendary. PS2 is so legendary it to really my is. soul. Yeah. That's how I played all my Mortal Kombat games. Oh, I was playing God. Deadly Alliance. I was playing nice. Deception. Nice, 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 I was playing, playing Armageddon. Yes! Yeah. All that shit. Um... If you want, if you want a uh, part two of this interview, make sure you <laughs> like this shit, okay? Yeah. Cause we litty and we ready. Sunday fun day, we came through. What's good? What uh, what puts you to sleep though? What puts me to sleep? Um, Indica. Indica. <laughs> oh, yeah. Puts me to sleep. Dude, give me a hug. Love, bro. Love, bro. Dude. Love to y'all, man. Love, Love yourselves. Happy Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Check out Drace. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.